Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Twin Peaks Season 2 Episode 12, it's called The Black Widow, full spoilers for the episode, and uh, no it has nothing to do with Marvel or Scarlett Johansson uh, or anything like that. What a surprise. They never know. Not that Lynch is involved in this episode that much, but like, he's good at predicting things, sometimes he... Honestly, finding out that there's a hint in one of his old movies for something that's about to happen in the next couple of years would just feel like it makes sense. Yeah, of course there was <laughs> yeah. a hint. Of course there was a hint for the future in one of his movies. Yeah, uh, that's fair. As far as this episode goes, I, I I think I liked it a bit more than the last one. There's a couple of plot lines I'm kind of into. Not all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Not all of them. Uh, the James stuff with the the rich I, woman. I. I don't understand what's happening still. Like, what is the point of this? What is it doing? Do, do you know the worst part as well? Is that, so the first scene we get of this plot in this episode, uh, the, the wife's brother comes into the room and says, oh yeah, I'm such and such, I'm Evelyn's brother. And I was like, wait, another character? <laughs> what's this? What are we doing now? <laughs> Who are I, you I, and why are you talking? <laughs> I don't understand what the purpose of this is. Like, what what is this doing? I, I don't get it. I don't know. I really don't get it at all. Uh, we find out that she gets beaten up by her husband, and he's been doing that for years, but the, the, the husband's so rich and powerful that the brother has never been able to intervene. Because he's scary, or something. Yeah. Something like that. I, I, I don't Okay. Get, I, I don't care. Uh, she kisses James at one point, and then the husband shows up, and she's like, oh, balls, I better go and... Do you know what the problem nice. is? Because I know nothing about this woman, I don't care that she gets beaten. Oh, that sounds bad, but... <laughs> But it's not giving me a reason to care about her specifically. Well, it's bad as a concept, but her, why Why should I care about her? Oh, sure, sure. I get. I, I think just the phrase, I don't care if she gets beaten, is maybe something you shouldn't utter out loud. Maybe, the, the po- <laughs> out I get of the context, po- that is yeah. not great. Yeah, I get the I point you're making, but <laughs> just think about how you say it. <laughs> Contextually, that, that makes more sense. Yeah, um... Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I have nothing to say on that. It, it was there tedious to get there. To say. That, yeah. Honestly, when it got to those scenes, it was, oh, Twitter time on the phone. That that, that was kind of <laughs> what those scenes were for me, is when it got to those scenes, it was time for that. Uh, so that was that was the thing. Uh, so the the, <laughs> the the brother, the journalist who married the, the young girl, who, the, the black widow in question of, of the yes. movie, oh, the movie, the episode, uh, he he dies at the start. He dies of a heart attack, presumably while they're having sex. There's lots of sex books kicking around, and uh, actually, I didn't really care about any of this because this also feels kind of random. Uh, later on, in the episode though, there were some fun scenes to come from it because there was because for, for some reason when she's at the police station in her black dress and she's with Hawk at first, all the men, the sheriff, Dick, Andy, everyone starts sort of like just paying attention to her, like they're mesmerized. Do you know what my favourite moment was? See, the, one of my neighbours was drilling while I was watching, so I had the subtitles on. And you know when they're all staring at us, Dick makes a comment and then Andy lets out a little sigh. Mm-hmm. It just, the, the subtitle just says, Andy swoons. Because <laughs> uh, it was really funny, because in the background, Lucy like, noticed them all paying attention and she, got, she stormed off in a huff. And then it cut to another scene where Lucy seems to be on her own in the police station and the phone rings and she tries to get the sheriff and he's not responding. And it, we get all these shots. It's almost like a, at the end of Halloween or the start of Alien where it's showing you all the places in the police station. They're all empty. Yeah. And it's like building up the suspense. And I'm like, what's happening? This, this feels weird. Like, where I mean, is everyone? We didn't see anyone yeah. leave. I like this scene, but I, I don't understand how we, we cut into it like this. 
Yeah. And then she goes looking, she puts the phone down, she goes into the, the sheriff's office, and he's there with all the other guys, and the, 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 the Black Widow is telling her stories, and everyone's mm. paying attention. And I'll, I'll give it a little bit of credit, there was actually a nice little bit of direction here where you couldn't see Andy at first, and then as she walks in, the camera like, pans around more, and you yeah. see Andy's also in the room, paying yeah, attention. Yeah, and he, he's, he's giving her the milk. So you get that Lucy's even more upset about it, which is... Uh, yeah. uh, another funny thing with Lucy is when, when Dick comes in uh, to tell Andy about the kid, I'll, we'll get to the kid in a minute, but when he comes in to tell her about the kid, uh, she thinks he's there for him, and she starts like sort of just checking her hair and you know throffing yeah. it up, and uh, Dick comes in and goes, Oh, Andrew! <laughs> he, he, storms, he walks off to talk to Andrew, and I, I thought that was pretty funny. Because yeah. she looks just confuddled by the whole thing. So that, that plot was okay, just in terms of the, the fun elements to it. Yeah, uh, definitely. The actual implication that she's luring in men and then killing them or has bad I'm luck kinda, with them. I'm kind of indifferent on it. Yeah, like, I'm indifferent to I, that. I don't, but... I, I don't hate it, I don't like it, but I like the, the fun that it's given us. Yeah, so that, that, that's fair. Uh, you mentioned you had subtitles on. I also had subtitles on, not because anyone was doing any DIY work in the vicinity, but because there was actual, in the opening scene in particular, there was lines of dialogue I was missing. Because the sound mix yeah. was bad. Uh, yeah, I was noticing that. I wasn't sure it was entirely, you know, the the, the fault of the mix this time. Yeah, because like, especially drills. when the when the thunderstorm was on. The thunderstorm, yeah, later on when they're in the Briggs house was quite bad because there was music playing as well and it just felt too loud. Yeah. Uh, the one that really bothered me at the start, and this is why I turned the subtitles on, is because Bob, Bobby comes into uh, Ben's office and Ben says something like, "Bobby, something, something." Or do you know something, something? And I didn't hear the question. I had no idea what he mm. said. <laughs> so I was like, all right, subtitles are going on. Because the, the drum beat was just going nuts. And I just couldn't and that, hear a goddamn that's thing. That's two in a row now. So oh, I, not I, a row. maybe we just have to... Was what? it last week? It was the... Well, not last week. Last oh, episode. Was it, the one it, was, it was one before. I'm thinking I might just have to keep the subtitles on for now. While, if yeah. this is the case. I, it was, but, it, I mean, it wasn't as persistent as that last one where we really complained, where it felt like every scene was like that, but there was a couple of key scenes that were really sticking out. Is that, this is difficult to hear what they're saying yeah, because of the, the sound mix. The, the, the music's just too loud, or the thunder's just too loud, or whatever. Yeah, and I get like the thunder. It's like, yeah, you want atmosphere, but I still need to be able to hear what they're saying. It was also really persistent thunder. It was like it was going off like every like three, five seconds. Yeah. It was like ridiculous. We get it, right? It was a storm. Spread it out a bit. Punctuate. Yeah. Less is more. Less is, is more. It God is. It's not that. It's just not necessary. Uh, but yeah, we mentioned the kid, and this is actually one of my favourite new plot <laughs> of the show. I, I was like, I don't know if I hate this or absolutely love it. Now, admittedly, it may not be a good plot per se, but I'm loving it. I'm lo- the idea that this, uh, which by the way. So the kid's name is Little Nicky, and it's funny that this is where the plot went, because when they first started calling him Little Nicky, I kept thinking of that stupid Adam Sandler movie, where he's the son of the devil. Yeah. Right? So the mm. plot in this, <laughs> the plot with this kid is that his, his parents, they're talking about him being from an, an orphanage, and like, oh, so how, what happened to his parents, and he died, and uh, it was under extreme circumstances. I can't remember the Mis- exact mysterious, phrase. Mysterious. Mysterious, mysterious there you go. And then Dick almost like has an accident because he's fixing a tire, and little Nicky pretends, "Oh, Dick, Uncle Dick, are you okay?" But he, he's concerned that he might be the spawn of Satan, so he comes to Andy and asks about it. And we even get this stupid little visual effect where Andy's visualizing him in a devil outfit in his head. That that cracked me up. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But the it just everything about it—the idea that he's an evil child, like. I, know. I, th- I think more than any other plot that they've started since this part of the show's went on, this is the one that feels the most kind of absurd in a good way. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. It was like, you know, when he, when he was out fixing the car and the kid turns around and the, the sinister music comes yeah. in and then it all just falls down. I, I think, honestly, my only fault at that scene is that if it wasn't for the music, I really wouldn't have suspected the kid had anything to do with it because yeah. he didn't yeah. do anything. He just he turned around and the music played. <laughs> it was like, yeah, wait, yeah. Is, he, is he using telekinesis to make, <laughs> make the car fall? <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, so, so, so basically, yeah. the kid killed his parents. Is what they're telling us. At the that, that's what they're implying. This is this juncture. That's what they're implying. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, we're, we're kind of into the whole, uh, you know, Cooper's partner thing, uh, and I've heard that that gets quite good. That's maybe the thing that elevates the show once it starts to come into it properly. There's not much of this other than that he predicted what Cooper's response to the chess move was because Cooper, not knowing how to contact him because he's in he's in hiding, he put out he put it out in the the classifieds in the newspaper. He, he snuck the message in there, like, sort of hidden. Uh, I don't even know if it was hidden. I may, may have just been blatant. I don't know. But he put it in the classified. I'm assuming you have to at least dress it up as if it is an advertisement. I doubt they care if you're paying them. That's also true. That's also true. But he, he already sent his next response, so he's a mysterious man who can predict things. Yeah. That's what we're getting. Uh, Cooper's shopping for a new house. He, he goes and looks at the... <laughs> the mysterious place that for some reason people keep leaving rather than the nice places that the, the real estate agents show you yeah and with the name what was it like dead dog something yeah dead dog farm i think it was like, yeah yeah <laughs> well i wonder why people don't want to stay in that that's the one i want <laughs> take me to that uh, and luckily and it seems like the reason why people don't stay in it is because people use it for criminal activity and he he finds evidence of things and this all ties up with uh his investigation or his well, the investigation to him, not not his investigation yes. per se, but investigation of him. Uh, which actually, so I'm actually really delighted. Uh, my other thing, the reason why I kind of like this episode more as well, was that it turns out Audrey with the Bobby thing was more that she was kind of playing him. At least it seems that way at this yes. point. And I was really happy with that revelation because it felt kind of weird to just randomly make her interested. Yeah, and she was like overly interested as well. Yeah. Bears, now we see her sneak into a little door and then she comes to Cooper with the evidence, the photographs that, that Ben made Bobby go get. And it's evidence that he can use to prove his innocence and prove what's going on, and John Renault's in it, and all the rest of it. But again, leading to more fun scenes, the scene, later on in that scene, when Denise walks in, and Audrey feels threatened. There's like a weird mix of emotions. She feels threatened at first, and then when, when Denise gets closer and she, can, and she can see her properly, and see that it's actually well, David Duchovny. <laughs> There's this weird mix. Because she says, uh, uh, oh, I didn't know there was female agents. And then Duchovny says, more or less. <laughs> Which, yeah. That really cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, and then she like, uh, plants a kiss on Cooper on the way out, just to sort of make it clear, just in case, just in case Denise is going to try and try anything, you know? Yeah. Uh, really, really. So I, that was a fun scene. Uh, so mm. that, 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 that was good. Uh yeah, I mean, so they, they use these photos to see uh, Bernie, you know, uh, Norma's mother's new husband. Yes. And they, 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 they use him, they try to lure him into, not a trap, but they, they use him to try and, like, okay, we'll set up a thing and we'll catch these people on the act. Now that we have you, because they scare him, you know, Denise goes yeah. and puts this fear into him. Oh, you're violating your parole, we can send you back to prison and <laughs> so on. So... Yeah, I think there was a lot more in this that I enjoyed. Obviously, we've left the uh, the, the the sort of the big mystery stuff, but the, the, from the rest of it, I enjoyed more of it. Uh, the, the, honestly, the Nadine High School stuff, which I enjoyed a bit more last time, because maybe because it was the highlight. 
this episode kind of I felt, felt flat a bit, didn't it? It, it, it felt a bit weird. I, I think the one thing that's sticking out to me in this plot is that Mike was kind of forgotten. Then all of a sudden he seems relevant again. And I was like, oh yeah, Mike and Donna used to date because Donna in her one scene was with him and he's trying to like, oh, pretend you're my girlfriend again just so that... I, th- I think what bothers me more about the plot is that it, it hasn't advanced. We get it. She's got strength. We get it. She thinks she's still, you know, a teenager. That's it. We've learned nothing else about it in however many episodes. It's just the same stuff over and over again, just showing us in different ways. Yeah, the, o- the only thing I'll give them credit for in this, or at least the actress is there is a legitimately wide shot of her just picking up Mike over her head. Yeah. And it's a wide shot, and I'm like, is there a trick here? How did they do this? <laughs> is there wires that they're, you know, they're hiding or what? Like, mm. But she legitimately looks like she's picking him up over her head. The rest of the shots, they're close-ups. So yeah, there'll be someone else holding his feet or something off the side of the frame. Yeah, yeah. But there's one wide shot where she legitimately has him up over her head. So even if it's a trick, it's a good trick, because it looked yeah, legit. Yeah, it looked good. It looked legit. It looked like she was actually picking him up, so... yeah. Fair on that. Uh, we got one scene with Catherine and Pete and uh, Jocelyn's acting as the maid. And mm. that was just kind of... That was it. Yeah, there wasn't really much Pete's more going, to oh, that. maybe a bit harsh on her. She's like, nah, it's cool. Yeah, so there wasn't really much more to that. That was just kind of it. There was one scene with Norma and Ed where they kind of like, yeah, life kind of sucks and we were kind of happy together and they have a little hand-holding moment. But Hank, Hank is watching. Yeah, he sees yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and I think that worked a little bit for me just because we, we talked about it back at the start of the show how they seemed like they were actually better for each other and that's why they'd kind of, even though, yeah, sure, it's wrong to have an affair, it's wrong to go away from your marriage, but they they generally seemed like they were both in relationships that were harming them. Yes. In one way or another. Obviously, Hank's more obvious because he's a criminal and he's in prison and all the rest of it. And he's, yeah. he's you know, pretending to be better than he is, but he's really a scumbag. And mm. Nadine's maybe not a bad person, but she was dependent and she was not maybe fulfilling. Yeah, it. and now it's a further extension of that where she's literally a child again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just to, to an extreme. So, so now it's not even like he's in a marriage. He's just, he's just got this burden that he has to take care of. Pretty much. I did also like that it didn't like show us Hank. It just shows us the domino. Yeah, and played his little theme. Yeah, yeah. That was just a nice, nice touch. It was like, yeah, we get it. We don't need to just show him like like a big reveal. Yeah. Uh, so Cooper and the Sheriff talk to another uh, person in the secret project that, that Major Briggs is a part of. Yeah. Another soldier. And they tell us some, and some interesting information here. Uh, we connect us to the White Lodge. They say that the... The message, yeah, the, the, our, our things are all pointed at deep space, but the message didn't come from deep space. It came from here in the woods. It's a little bit disappointing because it means, okay, no aliens. Okay, sure, but he does also mention owls. He's like, was there any owls or wildlife nearby? He's like, yeah, I heard an owl. And he's like, hmm, makes sense. Like, uh, any visual confirmation? <laughs> and he implies that this, this is like a high national security sort of alert type situation. Like something big's going down here. Yeah. What that means is hard to say. Because Cooper asks about the White Lodge, and he goes, nah, it's classified. Yeah, I can't talk about it. Which is basically, I'm saying, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, but you can't give you the details. Come on. Yeah. But obviously, this all comes to head at the end of the episode, when Bobby goes home, and his mother's there, uh, and he recounts the dream that we heard about, like, I don't know, when it was early this season, I think? It was lots of episodes ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Uh, but I remembered it. When he started talking about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember this. In the hmm. diner. I remember him telling him this dream. Uh, music is all emotional, and yeah, it was in, all on the sound mixing been a bit off. It was a nice enough scene, and then lightning flashes, and there's there's Major Briggs, 
And it was funny, because see when he said, he says, uh, how long I've been gone, and they say a couple of days, I really thought he was going to say, oh, it's been much longer than that. Me too. And instead too. it was the opposite. He's like, oh, it was much much quicker than that. <laughs> Yeah, but but he's 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 back and got he, a flight jacket on by the look of it. Yeah, he looked like a old timey pilot almost with the scarf and the flight jacket and the hat. Yeah, he, he looked yeah. someone who was like from like World War Two who was flying a little little plane. Yeah, little plane. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of the, the feeling he had. But he, he's he's wife like asks if everyone's okay or you know, and he's like uh, not entirely implying that there's bad things maybe coming yeah. or he, he wherever he's been he's aware of a situation. So I'm really curious to see, see what he's going to say next episode, uh, like about his adventure. Yeah, where's he been? Because let's say my, my first leap was oh time travel. Like with the look, it was like oh mm. time travel stuff. But, but then I guess we know he is a pilot, so maybe that was just his. He, he just had that stuff lying around. That said, though, when he disappeared, he wasn't wearing any of that. He wasn't wearing that when he disappeared. No. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't have a lot of theories at this point, but it. Yeah, it's a. Overall, this was, I think this was a much stronger episode than the last two. Mainly Definitely. because there was a couple of plots that I was getting into, at least for the fun of it, if not for the actual plot. Uh, Nadine's stuff was a bit more flat in this one. The James plot is just... Ugh, like <laughs> I, I just do not care. Yeah, yeah. I just I do not care. Audrey had some good moments, and I like Audrey. Uh, yeah. yeah so the, no. the, the Briggs stuff, that was decent enough. Yeah, yeah no, it is. I, I think his return... Wor- worked a lot better than his actual exit his exit felt forced whereas here yeah like this felt mysterious whereas like, before it was just like oh he's gone okay I, I think the direction was just better in this episode when it came to that like because we yeah. talked about how the direction was what let it down a lot the last time whereas here it felt like and I talked about that moment with Andy where it kind of revealed them mid-scene and it felt like yeah. a nice little reveal so there was definitely more directional yeah because uh, this was going. nice when he shows up it was with the, the lightning strike yeah. and you should see him suddenly he wasn't there before yeah. part of me even thought that he wasn't going to be there at all like we were going to see him and then it was going to flash again and he'd be gone and it would just be like a glimpse yeah I thought that as well yeah. it could have went that way it kind of felt like it was setting up for something like that mm. but no so I, I had mostly fun this episode as much as we're in the bad spell I actually think this was pretty it's, decent it's alright it has its problems but it's nowhere near as bad as the last two I, I think partly because we, we're enjoying the evil kid plot at least in this one maybe um, we shouldn't be but we are anyway yeah. And we got the fun stuff, and the fun stuff from the Black Widow, like mesmerizing all the men. Uh, I, th- I think the problem will still be though that I don't, I don't know if I really care about the Andrew Packard stuff because that feels forced when that comes back in. Because we didn't get any of that this episode, unless you count the, the the one scene at the house. Yeah. Uh, and the James plot when there's more of that, when there's more of these things, and there's more Nadine that's maybe not quite working for me anymore. Uh, but that could just be this episode. But yeah. when there's more of these plots that we're not caring about, maybe it's the focus of this one just happened to be off most of the negative things. That's true. And, and like I said, the, the direction did help. Yeah. That's it. I, I have to say, I, I still feel like Cooper being around feels kind of weirdly forced. Like, yeah. ha- having him just looking for a house for some reason feels really bizarre. When, you know, when he showed up in the, sh- the, the, the show, he was there with purpose. He was there on assignment. He was, everything was about a mission, about a job. And yeah, like they're, like, they're, they're investigating him, and yeah. it feels like they'll be like, no, you're benched, go home. We're going to do the investigation without you able to interfere. Yeah, that's a good point. Why is the investigation in Twin Peaks with him there? With, well, it being in Twin Peaks, I get, because that's where all the stuff happened, so they're doing their investigation. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, the hearings and him, like, going to talk to them, like, why does that have to yeah. be in Twin Peaks? It that actually... makes no sense. Call, yeah. inst- why, why are they sending more agents out to him instead of just calling him back? <laughs> 
these are these are all valid points. These are all valid points. But no, instead we have we have this. But I mean, it, it led some there's some good stuff in there. It's just it's, it feels a little bit forced. Yeah, uh, it's like it's one of those things where you just kind of we, we have to just accept that it's it's always going to be a problem at this point in the show. I think. Yeah, and he's he's walking about in flannel, which is really weird. I'm so used to him in a black suit. Uh, when Audrey walked into his room and he was in the flannel, I thought, oh, she's going to be like, no longer attracted to him. She's seen him in flannel now. It's <laughs> over. It's done. Yeah. Uh, but no. So, there you go. So, yeah, more positive on this one. Even if it's not the show's best, obviously, it's, there was yeah. a lot more things to like in this one, I thought. Uh, I found myself smelling more. Even if there are some plot lines like the James Bond where that is actively, the, I take out my phone and start looking at Twitter. Uh, it, it might be the worst plot in the entire show so far. Hmm? I can't. I can't argue. I don't think about another one. So yeah, I can't either. So yeah, by all means. But there we go. Uh, that's this, this episode of Twin Peaks. We'll have another two this week, so you're getting them pretty quickly, quickly paced this week. Uh, so let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff it helps us out a lot. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Individual twitters are on the screen for general ramblings from either of us. Uh, which, by the way, I I seen a photo, uh, Connor. Just just to, just to give you a one sort of example of a ramble. Uh, oh, okay. And I've not made any ginger jokes on this episode, so you're going to get one just now. Right, uh, I saw fine. a photo. I think it's I think it's is it Norway that has uh, Redhead Day, and I saw a photo of like a parade, and every single person was ginger, and I was like, oh my god, the army's coming for me. It was like <laughs> it was like the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. We will rise up. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, that's us, guys. So uh, thanks for watching, uh, and we'll see you next time.